welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. This is episode 46. To Tacoma we go. And also to LA. But this one's going to be called To Tacoma We Go. Because we didn't have enough time to talk about it, and I'm not sure if we're going to do a podcast before. So that's what we're going to call it. Mr. Drew Stack, what's going on, man? On the road again. Yeah, on the road again. I feel like I feel like I should have uh, put that song up somewhere here, on here, but you know. Get three points again. Yeah. And we come on home again. Hey, Steve, Steve Brokoff, how are you, man? Hey, your mic is off or something. Oh no. We're already starting episode 46 with some technical difficulties. There we go. There we go. I don't know how it got muted, but I don't know. Um, I was going to say, your energy and this like, brought me back to life after that loss. So oh. uh, I appreciate you. That's what I'm here for, guys. Yay. <laughs> no, good, good. no, hey, listen. <laughs> We're going to talk about, obviously, losing the Phoenix. We have to talk about it. I don't like talking about losses. But at the same time, let's look at this as a positive thing. And I'll tell you why. I know I'm sure people here are like, what? Don't don't do now. I promise it's it's gonna be a good, you know, a good conversation I love tonight. You so much, Jerry. I love you so much. It will be a good conversation today. I promise you. All two of you that are here right now, live. If you're listening to us and we're in your ear right now, thank you for joining us. As always, the three of us here are very happy to have you. They got used to Thursdays, Jerry. They're not used to Tuesdays. Again. Oh, that's what it is. I think it is. Yeah. yeah, we're messing with everybody's schedule. But you know what? That's what it's our schedule or is messed up too so you know let's be together messed up let's just be messed up together i guess is what i'm trying to say uh nick yes you're on board good good glad to have you on man so guys i mean we have a thing we do here we drink some beers at the beginning beginning middle and end of the podcast but we talk about it right at the beginning uh i'm not drinking beer today i'm actually having something a little different i wanted to mix it up and it's actually really hot right here in my office slash garage, and it's actually just a hot night altogether in San Diego and Spring Valley specifically. But I'm having I'm having what we call a paloma. Do you guys know what a paloma is? Oh yeah. So it's yeah grape juice. Yeah. So I I mix I I'm, I I didn't quite have grapefruit, so I just got some squirt, right, and then some tequila, and I threw ah, some lime in there, works. and I just like threw some tahini in there too. I wanted to do a little. A little Drew like today that. and be fancy schmancy. Oh, there so, you go. What are you having, man? <laughs> I, uh, awesome. Changing out. I've got some Sazerac uh, rye whiskey here to a splash of this. Ooh. I just came from uh, rye? doing a trivia night with a few lo- local locals, loyal local locals, very close to my house. Um, we were able to go do trivia just down the, around the corner at Juneshine, or not June, Utopia, Juneshine. Juneshine's where uh, Ballast Point used to be, yeah. if you want to check that out. But Utopia cidery so i'm also having cider after my whiskey oh nice chai me chai me a river one of the better names nice newtopia um, is that a new spot that's great yeah it's been there for a while it's just right off of uh carroll canyon there uh, or carroll road sorry um okay. uh right off of the 15 you go off there just to the right and there's a sweet little cidery and it is delicious some of the better cider i've had yes they also have a county. san marcos location Yes. Exactly. Oh, that's okay. A, you got a they have a San Marcos location as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. No. Nowhere near me. Yeah. Cool. That's rad. 
Um, they started over here in scripts and they've, yeah. they've started branching out real quick because it's just really popular. <laughs> people love it. It's great. And it was packed tonight with uh, people doing trivia and drinking the cider. So cider, cider it is. They also have one called Seltzer Boy, which I think is really funny. <laughs> B-O-I, which kind of feels like how That's I drink rad. when you I feel like a seltzer boy when I drink a seltzer. So. So... Plug Newtopia. Thanks to those guys. Uh, we left him with a scarf tonight, too. Uh, Travis hooked him up. So uh, good friends. Oh, of course. Oh, th- thank you, Drew. Sorry, I said of course to Steve because Steve's showing us now. He's having some uh, some pure project, formless yes. reflections. Formless reflections. Murky Yeah, project up here in Vista that is literally the closest brewery to my house. Um, has opened fairly recently, but um, what just happened this week is they opened their inside. They have been remodeling. Mm-hmm. They have a plethora of beer on tap and a plethora of cans, and um. I'm very thankful for this new venture that is close to my house because <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm going to go there a lot. They're, they're very sustainable. So, they do everything. Uh, here's right. Promise Reflections by Peer Project. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They just have such a good mentality about how they want to do things. Um, I'm so happy to support them. So, cheers, everybody right, listening cheers. and watching. Cheers. They have such pretty cans. And that one's simple, but it's gorgeous. Oh, Peer? They just do yeah. such a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're amazing. Uh, what was I going to I was going to say something about. Uh, about something and now i forgot i'm completely lost oh can somebody please like that's here can you guys tweet that we're live because we have very little amount of people right now i think it's because we threw everybody off yes we are recording on a tuesday we have a thursday game guys of course we're going to record on a tuesday uh even on thursday no i can't record on thursday we're going to be at uh actually we'll tell you guys where we're going to be we're going to be at uh in rancho pinosquitos we're going to be at naughty barrel We'll give you guys some information about that and watch party. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to talk about, obviously, this uh, Phoenix game. But most importantly, get you ready for Tacoma and for L.A., who we are very disappointed we cannot go to. We tried. We're going to have – that was actually going to be our next bus trip, guys. And we can't we can't do it because they said, nah, we ain't having nobody. Not even their own fans, which, you know, technically they don't really show up anyway. So I guess that's why they decided – it was unfair to them to have – you know, 50 plus of us go down and, uh, you know, have two or three of their fans there and it wouldn't be fair. So it is what it is. Whatever. Guys, (laughs) you're going to need to fill me in on this. I watched it. Yes. But how did it go in the stands against Phoenix? Obviously going into this one, we knew it wasn't going to be an easy task to take out the, the leading team right now in the uh, Pacific division. We know that Phoenix is a great team, and uh, it, we knew it was just going to be tough for us, and it it showed up. And then it, I, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I don't think that I was expecting our team to play as poorly as they did. Uh, and so, I mean, that might just be me. Let's talk about it. How, first of all, before we get into what yeah. happened on the field, how did it go in the stance? How was everybody feeling that day? Because it was also Pride Night, so it had to have been fun, right? I mean, it looked like a lot of fun walking in, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of fun. The, the barking lot was kind of slow, you know, as we have seen, but then it, it got going and that was that was pretty see as well. Uh, the march was lively and, and pretty rad. Um, I think we did a better job of kind of conducting the march. We gotten some feedback from the survey that we talked about on the last podcast um, that the drums and, the, and kind of the capo as the leader, the, the chant leaders were a little too spread out. So we, we kind of condensed the march by things down a little bit. I think that worked pretty well. Um, in the stands, I mean, as always, we gave it all. Give it our all. We we gave it all for for ninety minutes. Um, there were there was an incident. 
Um, but we uh, we are still talking about that internally and on the side. But I will say that um, overall, you know, we we did we did what we did. We did our all, um, and we just didn't end up on the nine game to make that a ten game streak. Um, it, it, it sucks to hear. It sucks. It sucks to have been there. But you know what? You got to also kind of look back and say nine games unbeaten. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's pretty good, especially with the way that we started out. So that yeah, absolutely, we'll take that as a yeah, as a. I'll take really the awesome. I'll take the nine. Uh, you know, uh, lose lose less streak as a win, and of course, they had to stop with Phoenix. I mean, and that's just the way that this relationship has gone so far. And uh, can we can we talk about what I actually have no idea what you're talking about the incident. Can we not talk about it? Or? Well, I w- I will say just. Pre-game shout out Royal Rainbow Loyal uh, Espen and and kind of the coalition of Pride that came yeah. around as well. Yeah, thank thank you, you to sir. everyone from from the trans group and the Pride groups uh, that were there. It was really cool to have multiple representation from various groups that are invested in this and really want to see a culture of sport and celebration of uh, people being able to you know be out and proud and and in a way that's not questioned and is normal, right? And that's that's the goal here. So. Um, it was have a nice celebration of that, but also have uh, a groundbreaking moment for them as well to, to kick off and get their scarves going, as well as try and try, tie into the bigger community, which is nice. But um, in terms of the the actual gameplay, it played out pretty rough, you know, with that early goal on, right? And so I think our fan base felt like, hey, it's one of those things where you're hoping that you come back like we did against Orange County and you just weren't finding as many answers as you wanted. And so there was frustration that boiled over at a certain point, but uh, I'll let Steve kind of uh, butt in here because he had a better uh, view to it than I did from my point in the section. But it's one of those things where the night just felt a little bit weird after halftime where you felt like we're going to come back. It's going to happen. But then it just kept coming up short just a little bit here and there. Uh, And I think just people got really frustrated generally. Dude, honestly, that uh, that march in looked like so much fun. Um, yes, and the, sorry that I'm bringing that up right now. I just I'm reading some of no, the comments. It worked Please, really well for yeah, everybody. That's, that's that's one of the things where pregame I think worked really well from the feedback was Taylor and I tried to walk slower, uh, leading the march with the flag. That was kind of a, an intention to say I told him wedding processional, and that worked pretty well actually. So uh, as I said, it got frustrating throughout. Yeah, the yeah, that, that, did, that, that really did work. Really. Yeah. You, you never felt like you were away from the chance. I think anybody who was in the group felt like you could hear it up until about right when we were kind of pouring into the stands, which is really hard because you're cascading downward and the way that sound waves move, it's hard to hear. But other than that, it was really a good condensed Steve March. I think everybody did a great job of staying together, listening for the drums, not moving too fast, slowing it down as we went through certain phases. But um, looked really great. And as Jerry said, you know, he, he experienced it externally. So I think um, that's kind of the the way you want it to be is supposed to being stringy where you see groups of people kind of running from one point to the other. You really yeah. want to have it be a consistent mass of people moving. Well, you know what together. too, is you're mentioning that after the second half, there was a feeling of like, yes, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to come back. We're going to tie this. I can tell you from being, uh, on the other side of a screen watching it, it felt the same way. So I think we were all on board with that. It, it, there was a certain feeling like, okay, we're, we're going to come back. This is going to be, a comeback. This this has to be a comeback. It felt like it was going there, and it just never quite got there. It never quite got there. And if we get into some of the stats, which I, I almost hate to do because we there's no reason why we shouldn't have, uh, 
you know, done better or at least put one in. But here's the thing also. You look at the stats, and uh, we didn't get very many, if any, on uh, on target, guys. Like, there was a lot of shots. There was a few opportunities, but nothing concrete, nothing solid that I can say, oh, yeah, like, we, you know, we were in it. How do you guys, how did you guys see it in the you know, stands, it, it kind of like, yeah, thanks. I, I was going to say, I, I kind of feel like, you know, we had possession that we didn't have any possession with purpose. You know, possession without purpose is, is not, you're, you're just passing the ball back and forth laterally. We had not a whole lot of chances, like maybe one or two. I remember I, I did go back and watch the game Um, kind of when I, in the background when I was watching my kid. Um, and it just kind of felt like Oof. we just had possession. We can kind of, we kind of controlled the game. But it didn't really feel like control mattered. You know what I mean? Like we played at our tempo, but they also kind of dictated when we were able to do things, and then they pressed when they wanted to. It was just kind of a different game than we had had before. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that early goal that they had really changed things uh, because it kind of let them sit back and say, "You guys want possession? Go for it. You can't. It was you can't a score. weird goal too. You, you know, it was, we're gonna put back. We're gonna put two defensive midfielders. It was a terrible goal. It was a terrible goal. Um, it just kind of like, you know, they, they got a cheap one on us and they just sat back and, and let us kind of dig all around and we didn't have it. You know, we didn't have that creativity. We didn't have anything to really break them down. And that can be really hard. I mean, you guys know, and honestly, it just kind of feels like one of those where it's just soccer. It's, it, it just happens. You know, you, they, the opponent gets an early goal, they back and you can't break them in. You can't break them down. You can't get that, you can't get that goal. And it's over by 90 minutes. You try, you try, you try, and it's over and it, and it sucks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Gianni mentioned zero goals on shot, uh, uh, zero shots on goal. I'm sorry. Uh, was frustrating. I agree. I agree. It is frustrating, but you, you know, you're kind of like you, you get, you get the ball at the top of the box. You try to find space. Can't you pass backwards Did not lose possession. And all of a sudden it's five minutes later. It's 10 minutes later. It's 15 minutes later, 10 minutes later. And, and, and then, the, and then all of a sudden you find yourself down Still one zero, ten minutes left, and you just can't get out of that hole. Um, I don't think we played terrible, but I don't think no. we played well. It's just <laughs> kind of one of those one of those frustrating matches. It's just kind of those one of those frustrating matches that you have where they get a really really cheap goal, and then and you, you you try to you try to break them down, and uh, it's over. Yo, I, check I this out. So I was right. It's actually zero shots. Zero shots on goal. Seventy point four percent possession to us. They only had twenty nine point six percent. And like you said, Steve, it's not what uh, you know. Uh, it's not about having possession. It's about what you do with it. Phoenix Rising was able to get with only twenty nine point six percent of possession. We're able to get eighteen shots off. Six of them on target. With our 70, whatever, we had five shots, and none of them were on target. That's ridiculous. Those numbers are dumb. Like, what were we doing? Uh, Also, why is it that every start against Phoenix is so rocky? These guys are either their mentality is not where it needs to be. There is something about San Diego Loyal's mentality against Phoenix that is just not right man like they, they just didn't do not seem like themselves at all they almost look like deer caught in headlights the moment that the the whistle is blown to start the match it's like oh my gosh what do we do 
it, it, it's like they forget to play like uh, that the first, right away. And it, you know, they get better obviously after a few minutes of, you know, getting in there, but it just, it's so frustrating to see that it doesn't happen. I haven't seen it honestly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen them be that way at the beginning on every single match against any other team. It's always against Phoenix. And I almost want to get rid of this whole rivalry crap because it's not a rivalry until we start beating them. Like that's in my head. And that's just on, and that's not talking uh, on behalf of anybody at all, but myself, I won't see it anymore as a rivalry until we can consistently compete and beat them. And right now we're not competing. Like it, even though our records are what they are, we need to give it some more time. And I don't feel comfortable just yet calling it a rivalry. And I don't know how you guys feel about it, but that's where I'm at. There's something to that. I think we have to maybe steal something from them, maybe make them hurt a little bit before we can call it a rivalry. Um, so far, we've you know made them hurt in certain ways, but never really cost them anything. Yeah. Right? We haven't cost them the playoffs. We haven't cost them uh, a you know advancement in the playoffs. Right? We haven't handed them a playoff loss. Um, you know, New Mexico even and them had a had a game in the playoffs that feels a little bit more heightened than where we're at yet with them. So I, I don't disagree. Some of their players said a similar thing to one of their um, independent reporters, but very much a team-focused reporter that I read today that I was like, you know what, they're not wrong. You know, from their angle, they no. said uh, the, the rivalry is more from us than them, and they're not wrong. They're, they're the dragon we're chasing in USL to some degree to say, hey, we have to – if we want to be the best, you got to beat the best, and they've been statistically the best during the regular season. So – you have to throw that away. And as you said, maybe just do away with the juju. Just get rid of it all and just say, hey, this is just a game like any other game. Play your game. Don't play their game. And I think that we were playing their game the first 15 minutes. Even if we played the rest 75 our way, we didn't generate enough chances. Ben Spencer was some. Somebody said we didn't bring anybody who, who mattered. I think. I think if you brought on Ben earlier. Sorry, getting the cider burps. Oh no! But you, you, you had certain people, you had certain people like Ben, who were like uh, you know a, a shot that added dimension. It looked a little bit better on some of those crosses that we were trying all game that didn't really go anywhere. So part of its game plan, part of its you know execution, but it just felt like we weren't coming up with the right answers, right? Regardless of what it was, and so you you go back and you refire, and the hope is that this match teaches us something for the second or third round of the playoffs, maybe where we face this team again and we can say, hey, don't do <laughs> what we did in that game, right? That game plan didn't work for X, Y, and Z reason. Um, but in terms of everything else, I, I, it's hard to struggle and find something that worked really well besides our man of the match, Elijah, who felt like he kept it from being 2-0 or 3-0. Other than that, fans. yeah, other than that, it, it definitely felt like we didn't have the right plan. We didn't execute the right plan. And the players, you know, it, regardless of who was on there, we, we didn't have the right read of what they wanted to do. And even if we had the right read going in, 10 minutes in, we got thrown off and we never came back. So I think that's, you know, that the, it happens in every sport to almost every kind of team, even championship teams. But in this case, it's something to evaluate and say, okay, take stock. We had a really great run, but there's still a lot of work to do if you want to get into the playoffs. I think we can make it. I think this team's playoff ready and playoff bound. But I think if you want to go far in the playoffs, you're going to have to do a little more than what we did 
uh, this last week. Ooh, I would disagree with you on the playoff ready, but that's another conversation completely. Uh, just talking about concentrating on this specific. I think we can specific. get in. That's all I'm saying. Oh, can I, we get I'm in? Yes. Saying, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying yeah, that we're fine. ready to play anyone in the playoffs because okay. you have to have the ability playoff to ready is not ready concede. To... You have to have to keep clean sheets. We only did that once this yes. season. You have to do more of that to win games. What Phoenix did to us. Yeah, it's, I mean, for what it's worth, like, Soapy Joe's is getting their money's worth right now because yeah. they haven't had to give Good promotion. nobody nothing. <laughs> so They're like, I, oh, John Kempen left? Yeah, we'll take that deal. So <laughs> that's what I was going to say. You know, in the beginning of this, I said there was going to be some positive to this, okay? There was going to be some really positive uh, to us losing to Phoenix 1-0, and that is that uh, – you all get to spend a weekend with your families washing your cars on your own. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's make it. I'm just kidding. That's not it. That's not it at all. Uh, I'm just joking. It's a wonderful family memory. Hey, listen, really though, this lineup that we have with San Diego uh, at, in this game was probably one of the best lineups that I've, the best starting lineups that I've seen. You think? And, and I yeah. think that we should have been able to do more. So with that being said, I want to know where you guys find those holes because here's the thing is, and somebody said it. Oh, here we go. It was Jeremy. So he said, who stood out and really pressed in the game for us? You can't think of one. That is a problem. And I'm going to agree with him. Do you guys, can you guys think of anybody that pressed please? Uh, and I'm not just talking to Drew and Steve. I actually am asking everybody right now that's listening and that's live. Can you think of anybody that was really bringing it to Phoenix rising rather than, you know, just kind of kicking the ball around and trying to play keepsies or whatever the heck you want to call it. Uh, no, keep away. <laughs> uh, no, but I, but I feel, but I feel like you know, press to the game. You know, pressing kind of seems like a defensive tactic, where from the tenth minute on, we have the ball basically. You know, and so pressing, as far as like you know, the the quote unquote soccer term, not really because it was the game opportunity wasn't there. As far yeah. as pressing, like pressing for the win you know like like from that perspective that term um that's kind of different right because that's, that's more of a coaching mentality tactic thing than it is an individual player perspective right it, it seemed like they were very comfortable possessing and kind of just like passing it around and waiting for an opportunity and phoenix was very adept to saying fine if you want to do that that's okay so what I guess, Jeremy, to answer your question directly, even though Landon and the team just won coach of the month, I would kind of more blame coaching than I would the players because it seemed like they were just pretty happy to pass it and kind of dink around and, and wait until a hole popped up. And Phoenix was not really able to or willing to let that happen. Um, and, yeah, there's, there's an aspect to saying, you know, let, let Jack Blake, you know, we just signed him to a huge contract. He should take the game over and kind of do something individual that was – that, that would matter and, and do something, you know, that, yeah. that stood out. But you also don't want to kind of go against the coaching. It, no. it just kind of felt like they were happy to kind of wait and sit back and, 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 and kind of like, I don't know sit back is the right term, but kind of wait and and and, and find a hole and, and then get that equalizer. Um, it felt they a little too passive to that. me. And I, I, I guess yeah. my blame is a little more on coaching than I would say individual players. Here's the thing, though, Steve, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there before we move on. And, Drew, you'll have your, your say here to kind of close it off. And we'll move on uh, from this match. But if we cannot, as a team, take four points in the next two matches, I'm really going to start questioning coaching a lot. A lot. 
not a bad not a bad shout at all yeah i mean that's that's a transcendent i think that's pretty harsh myself where's there been a change at halftime though you know like to point to and say hey sure but they just went nine unbeaten no you're being too nice steve like seriously (laughs) go go back have you seen it played well the system's good hold on but Drew, hold on, because yeah. I want to give you your full chance. But Steve, no, go ahead, Jerry. Just one question. Don't get into a crazy, like, uh, don't go into it too much. But have you gone back and watched this game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said I watched it kind of in the background. I didn't like sit down and watch the entire game. Okay. But um, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I, that's I all I needed. It was a little too passive, and I feel like that. That's all. That's all I needed. Hold on. Well, let's we'll get into it because. This is we we're gonna run out of time. We do need to cover. Are we covering two matches? Are we gonna cover sure. against LA too? Try. Uh huh. Okay. Cool. Drew, I yeah. want to give you your chance to speak because I feel like you have something yeah, I'll, important. I'll to say. spew on this <laughs> and then I think we can move forward because again, there's nothing to take except for we have to play another two matches and let's talk about those. So, um, and we can use some of the examples from this maybe in that. But I would say what Johnny was saying is I think Toomey was good in the first half. Jack was kind of quiet right for for being after the, he just wasn't getting service in some ways the ball wasn't coming to him um in ways that was productive but uh you know Toomey was trying i think noticeably that's why he was one of the first he was the first sub i believe but uh it's one of those things where he wasn't when he was forward i could see Toomey making a great run and you look who's he gonna pass to and nobody was there or it wasn't the right pass or we would give the ball away and um th- that to me was i think indicative of what steve was saying in terms of we felt confident and there was almost an arrogance in saying that we could get the second goal or get the first goal right and then level it maybe by the 60th or 70th minute that's kind of what you're counting on with that kind of possession and you know every metric would tell them in the way that they play hey we can do this but you don't have you didn't have the finishing you 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 gave it away in the box Uh, i can just think of three or four different times where it was in the box and they were being cute or didn't go for the right shot at the right time and then just wasted it uh, and then that seemed to be the difference in the game was you, you had these eggs and you held them too long till they cracked. And that's, you know, they have to have softer hands in some ways. You can't overpass the egg. You got to give the right pass at the right time. And you also give somebody a chance to catch up to the ball a little bit as opposed to trying to lead them into goal too much. I think there was a little bit of that. And, you know, that's stuff to tweak and train on. But I agreed with Jerry a little bit too, Steve, in the sense of I think that there was – if you look back on the run, I don't see anything that says there was a distinct moment where they changed philosophy that won a game. It felt like things came through. And actually what I've loved more than anything this season was the coaching philosophies been not totally consistent, but the idea of what the they wanted to do has morphed into at least staying the curve of how they want to play, which is a more possession-based uh, attack, right? But at the same time, is there a change or in direction or player or sub besides Guido when he's come on as a super sub that's felt like a distinct difference that the coaching team has made? So not to call them out, but I think that they're they're going to have to rewrite the ship, right? This is a crucial point in the season, regardless, to almost halfway through to say, how do we make sure that the second half of the season keeps us in this either second position or fighting for the first, but at least in that pole position to take on the playoffs in a position where we can get to later rounds and we can make some noise. I think that's 
that's their job and I'll be curious to see what they choose. Hey, we sure almost we almost like glazed over this, but let's not. Uh, midfielder Haji Abdikadir and forward Chase Boone yeah. have been added to the squad. Uh, we saw mm. Chase Boone actually make his uh, debut the day that he was announced, but apparently he's been he was trialist number one. <laughs> he played uh, in the Cholos match. <laughs> really. <laughs> Right? So he's been playing already with the squad. It's one of those things where, you know, they, they do these types of things. I think with Miguel Ibarra was one of those things too. Sure. And uh, and he is. Uh, USL is going to USL. That's something that happens. And you see it quite a bit with San Diego Loyal, which is interesting. Uh, so welcome to those guys, to uh, Haji and to Chase. You guys, yes. uh, obviously, we got your backs. You know that. And uh, hopefully. Indeed. I, I, Indeed. Go ahead. Before we say, before we move on, from players are welcoming or missing. Marissa makes a great point. Miss, miss Miguel Berry. I mean, I feel like he he made a big difference oh, in that last match. Hundred percent. Um, while we say, while we say, Corey Herzog, you know, was a big acquisition in the offseason, and Ben Spencer, you know, we have some talented forwards. Berry came in with like a different level of talent this year, um, and I, yeah. I feel like he would have made a big Love difference me. in that last match. Um, it, it's sad to see him go back to Columbus, but happy for him personally so we talked about we talked about them last week a couple weeks ago but um just specifically for this match yeah i think i think he would have made a big difference big difference for sure um, I keep okay. creeping in Poway to try yeah. to find him, but he's, he's in Columbus. He's in Columbus, bro. Just drop it, okay? <laughs> Drew, Drew, right Drew in front of him. Drew has a two for one. You can't, you can't see it, but Drew has like a, a Miguel Berry a shrine. Like I have a... Um, it's Jack uh, Murphy, but it, sure. Is it Jack Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> That's Jack Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm done. laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, All right, maybe. it's it's time to move on. Is, is are you guys okay with us moving on? Yeah. Okay. Let's get out of this. So it's, I was gonna say, let's get a mouthwash. Okay. So the positive Scrub that everybody out with your drink and the po- the positive that everybody was waiting on. We don't have to see them till the playoffs, guys. That's the positive. Woohoo! Also, that's kind of scary at the same time because we're not gonna have the same level of competition. Uh, maybe a couple times, actually. I think we play New Mexico. Yeah, that'll be a good test. We play a couple of other teams, but we're not going to have quite the same type of a challenge. I would say so. That's a little scary. Uh, I I would, you know, I would say first and foremost, if the coaching staff at the new lawyer is listening, it's just we're probably wrong. And I think Steve said it in the comments. There is no right answer. All right. And yes, that's that's fair. Uh, everybody has good points. Everybody has maybe bad points, depending on you know where which way you're looking at it, and and everything is kind of up in the air right now still. So it's very interesting to see how this team is developing, how the coaches are developing themselves, because you have to keep in mind that the experience in this specific division isn't all there yet. At least I don't feel it. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, yeah, it, it, I don't know. You're not wrong. I'm trying to be positive. That, <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to be I'll positive. Also, there, there's, I'll, also yeah, say, there's I'll also say it's e- it's so easy to be reactionary after a nine-game unbeaten streak. We finally lose. It's not like we got beat 4-0. You yeah, we but... We barely I, lost. Hey, but at the Sometimes same time, as fans, just, you want to push the team and expect more. You always want to expect more. So sure, sure. it's not like it's... I, sure. I mean, is it realistic that we expect them to win... Every single game, of course not. Of course not. 
But should you right. expect right. them to win every game? Right. Yes. Does that you, you know you know what I mean? Like, sure. And they want to be one of the best. Yeah, we have USL. expectations, sure, but yeah. My my, oh my 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 point is, it's not like we got trounced. You know what I mean? Like we no. lost one zero. No. Really good team. Who played? We played KG okay and Mourinho style. We, we yeah, they didn't even play a great. Maybe maybe been a little more aggressive, but yeah. Didn't they know. win a game five zero right before? We're on the right track. That's right? what we need. I, we need Phoenix to did, kick yeah. someone's ass. Yeah. We need to kick Tacoma's ass. We need to kick Ellie's yeah, ass. Yeah, I agree. Drew, that's a good point. Hey, we have yet to kick someone's that, ass. Like anything, any, all of this goes away. The problem with Phoenix is that's a really good point. It's it's more annoying. That's a really good point. Breaking news: Las Vegas has beat Orange County in tonight's match. Las yeah. Vegas has beat Orange County in tonight's wow, match. Wow, that is a big deal. That is a big deal. <laughs> Which we should just worry about ourselves, but I mean that makes me happy. That definitely does. Right. You can't. You that can't. Helps. <laughs> definitely does help yeah. us out. Sorry, Orange County, yeah. but <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Your pains are our gain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but three no, three to I'm, one. I'm with you, three to one against Las Vegas. Yeah, there wow. you go. Las Vegas Lights moving into fourth wow. place with sixteen that points. Well for us, all right. Yeah, not too bad. Five points behind us with one. We have one, one get game in points from them late in the season. That'd be great. Both of those teams. Yeah, not give too us, bad. Give us all your points. All your points are belong to us. Um, but yeah, I think what was annoying just to summate and move on. <laughs> what was annoying about that game that I hope's not annoying moving forward. Good job, Michael. Didn't play our game right. Didn't play our style the way that we want to. And then beyond that, I'd say that it was the they didn't play as well as they should. And so that's what was also annoying is that we didn't really get a true test, I think, against them. And so I'd love to see what happens in the playoffs because they play KG. They're they're afraid of us, I think, in some ways. But we didn't play as well as we could have. And that's what I walked away a little bit sour about. And so the hope is the players feel that way. And they're looking at Tacoma and they're like, you're up next. <laughs> Good take you down. Oh, man. So- <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, you're in the ring. <laughs> I feel like 30 minutes on this is is enough. Like we can move on, right? Yes, I agree. No, yeah. we're in the ring yes, against Tacoma. All right, brother. Uh let's move hey, on. <laughs> we're, we're facing off against uh who the Wait, who the hell are we playing? Oh, by the way, we're probably going to cuss. We haven't cussed at all. This this is really good, but we're we're going to and I'm about to. Uh Wow. What? What, Steve? Wow. Wow. No, I took that out. You know I what? We're, we're probably going to. I'm gonna take off the. I hate Phoenix. That sound off my board because, I, I mean, there's no use for it the rest of the season. I don't hate them. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I do hate them, kind of. Eh, no, hate's a strong word. I don't hate them. Uh, let's see. So we're playing Tacoma. Tacoma's doing oh, I mean, okay. Surprisingly well for a two team. Yeah. yeah. I would. I would like to call him like. A, what do we call them? Little Sounders? Baby Sounders? Baby, baby uh, yeah, baby octopuses. Baby sounders. <laughs> I don't know. Baby Flounders? Sounders Light. Yeah, flounders. yeah, there you go. Flounders Light or Sounders. Yeah. I like Flounders, but they're. Flounders? So they, they're actually, no, doing pretty good. We're just joking around, Tacoma fans listening right now. Uh, <laughs> have uh, The last five is draw, win, loss, draw, draw. And they have 13 points for 11 matches. They are the only second to uh, actually never mind oakland has only played nine matches because we know about that whole field debacle they have to reschedule what two three mm-hmm. matches at this point so tacoma has 11 played 
13 points to show for it. They tied Galaxy 2. They tied Orange County. They lost to Las Vegas. Las Vegas stepping it up all of a sudden? Hmm. No, they're not. I'm just kidding. Las Vegas is a win, loss, 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 win, last five. But uh, <laughs> they played Real Monarchs, though, and uh, Paso and Ra- Sacramento. Man, Sacramento's not doing good. Okay. So, Tacoma Defiance. They recently loaned out a few players to the big team, to the Seattle Flounders, and those kids showed up. They won their match in MLS. Are those kids returning? I don't know. I looked it up, and they haven't actually posted anything. Have you guys seen anything about that? So it's hmm. fun about the USL and MLS. I've not. You don't know. And this is where, as we talked about uh, <laughs> post-show last week, that's an improvement, right, if you don't have the uh, – MLS meddling with certain things where they can just throw players. What are you doing with your hat? What are you wait wait? What are you doing with your hat? Right One now? full <laughs> of Bel Air over here. Oh my gosh! If you're, if you're listening to this, you're probably like, "What is he? But what did Drew it's do? Nick at, he, we're at Nick at nighttime. Nick at nighttime. <laughs> what? Dang. Did you know that Fresh Prince <laughs> is on Nick at night? And you're like, that show was on when I was a child. Am I that old now? You remember when we were kids, it was like black and white television. Dude. It was on Nick at Night. Now it's French Prince. French Prince. <laughs> he's not French. He's like, Hello. <laughs> oh, the French Prince of Paris. That's yeah. a totally different show. In Paris, <laughs> France. <laughs> very different show. Yeah, it's a very different very different show. He actually but, he actually already lived in a fancy house. <laughs> and a great people. I am of a very fancy house. He was a jerk. Really, yeah. Dude, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air... Is one of those shows that's just like it's great at all. Like it doesn't matter when you watch it; you can watch yeah. it now, and it still makes yeah. sense because the or you start topics are so you good. Just get sucked in. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't you don't like sit down and watch five minutes. Like you're sucked in. Dude, like when he burns the, the kitchen up. Oh my god, I've never laughed so hard. Anyways, you got <laughs> okay. You got two Vivians. I mean, it's the whole thing. Yeah, dude. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but. The part of this is that the rosters you just don't know, but you hope that we can have a distinct game plan and still come in. So they went up, they came down. So even if they played well up, right, they were out of the mix. Maybe they didn't have the whole, whole you know, formation that they're using for their two team for the mm-hmm. for the Tacoma team. So that's where you hope you catch them off guard here to say, okay, your best players were pulled out, not within your normal system. We've been training together, even if we lost a game. We're still in a really good position here. Um, you know, obviously the nine-game streak came. I think the momentum feels like it slowed down a bit, right, between the Cholos game, between the Sacramento match. Mm-hmm. All of that feels like it's kind of not screeching to a halt, but de- definitely slowing down from a grueling mm. dude to a fair pace Steve. using Oregon Trail analogies Drew, here. Drew was drinking cider. Nick <laughs> He's gassy as hell now. Yeah, ask Nick, ask Nick. <laughs> he was there with me. He he knows this is serious cider right here, dude. That's awesome. Sorry to interrupt you, but, but I just want. Sorry, no. And then my burps are interrupting me. You don't have to interrupt. Yeah, me. I my do. Your burps. <laughs> technologies. <laughs> my ability to make points here tonight. So I apologize, but thank you, Newtopia. <laughs> burps, Juice Burps, sponsored by Newtopia. So. Again, actually, I think I, I'm gonna. I'm sorry, Marissa, if you're still here, and I'm gonna quote you wrong on this one. 
I'm not actually not going to quote. I'm going to paraphrase. She said something along the lines on Fairweather. And please go check out Fairweather Podcast with Chris, Marissa, and with Alan. Some dude named Alan that plays bass or whatever. Uh, has a beard and stuff. <laughs> kind of cool dude. Uh, and Marissa, who's amazing. And she was saying something along the lines of, you know, it's if we keep playing our game, you know, we keep doing our soccer plays the way that we have been doing our soccer plays and continue to play the way that we say this is the way we play, we're getting figured out. And that is a problem. And that is a reason why we can't keep a clean sheet. And I think Marissa uh, said it in a lot less words than that. But she basically was saying against Tacoma, unless we change something up, if we keep playing against Tacoma the way that they already beat us, they're going to do it again. Uh, and I think there's some truth to that, right? You need to change some things up. And I'm hoping, I think, Drew, you mentioned, you know, we need to be prepared for whatever it is that's coming with Tacoma. And, it, I mean, two draws in a row, it's a, you know, they might want to get a win pretty soon with the lost draw draw coming into this next one. So they're going to put some, so I'm going to say some huevos into it. What do you guys see us doing, Steve? What do you guys, what do you see San Diego Loyal changing against this young Tacoma Defiance? Yeah, I mean, the last time we played them, that was the one of the first four games of the season when we were really struggling, right? We were still finding our form. Um, obviously, nine beat, nine unbeaten in a row is no joke. We just lost a really tough game. Uh, and Drew, you made a good point with, with Sholos. Like, you know, maybe that took some wind out of our sails, but that was really only half, one half where we had the first team. Um, maybe not first team 100%. Uh, Jack, I know Jack Blake didn't play. I know, I know Trey Muse didn't play that game. Uh, second half was a, a full rotation, so it's kind of hard to say. But at the same time, there's some there's something to what you said regarding you know that was a, the first loss the team had taken in a while. So there's there's something there. Um, and then obviously you know the the, the match this past weekend. Um, but I will still say that you know the last time we played Tacoma, we were still figuring things out, and now it feels like we've had a lot we've gotten a lot figured out. Uh, Jerry, you know, you made a good point that they're not a joke of a team like they were last year. Um, but I, I think we're a different team than when we played in those those first four matches. So um, I'm not sure we need to change much from what we've done the past 10 matches, 11 matches. I think we just need to play our game and we need to control possession. We need to break the teams down. Um, Jack Blake is an incredible player. Uh, Guido is, has been playing more consistently. He seems like he's found some fitness. He's, he's starting a lot more matches in a row. Um, it just feels like we need to get court kind of that last final, that, that final pass figured out that Miguel Barry really seemed to connect to us. Um, we need to find that with Corey. Yeah, and we're oh, just yeah. not quite there yet. Uh, it, it seemed like when Miguel left, he kind of took a little bit of offense with him, and we kind of need to figure out why Corey can't bring that to right. He's, yeah. he's a proven goal scorer. He's proven at USL for many years. Uh, his stats show it. So why can't we uh, kind of do that with him? So that's, that's kind of the puzzle that, it, that we need to solve over these next two, three, four matches. And if we can't solve it, we got to sign somebody else. Dude, Tacoma uh, defiance is, oh, I'm sorry. Go, ahead. sorry. Go ahead. No, please. I was done. I'm sorry about that, man. I just, it, I think there's a lag and no, I apologize good. for, our listeners, like, it, I, there's a little bit of a lag, and I don't mean to interrupt. My bad. Okay, so, but Tacoma Defines, I just wanted to say real quick, like you said, they were a joke of a team last year. This year, they're bringing it, so we definitely have to yeah. also bring it. You know, I feel like this season, Oakland Roots was like, yo, Tacoma, we got you. 
Don't worry. Right? Know your roots. More like <laughs> know your roots. Know your soccer plays, Oakland. Our roots were in D3, so we're still coming up. Just kidding. Love you, Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I know we love you. It's too, rough. Right? It's rough. It's, love it's you, tough because you you are transitioning. It's rough and tough. No, and I think for them it was a rough year, but for for Tacoma, you just hope to punch them in the face here. There's yes, we wouldn't be the first team to come in and and rail them six nothing, seven you know one or something like that. Like there's other clubs that have done this. Uh, one of them's the one we played this last week, who we felt pretty close to. You know that's what was frustrating. It felt like we should have gotten some, mm-hmm. right? Now's your chance to prove that you're that team. Yeah. So you either come out and you win 2-1 or maybe, you know, oh, we won 1-0. Yay. Or you beat their ass. Dude, punch them in the face pick and take adventure. their lunch money. Yeah, They're little kids. Come on. But you make We got to be bullies at some point. Like <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Drew, you make a really good you made a really good point earlier that we have yet in San Diego's existence to really kick a team's ass. We like to really do like a four-zero game, right? Like and we could. The we way haven't we done that. The ball, yet. yeah. The way we, we sure, sure, chances, sure. We have we, the talent. Yeah. That's not yeah. how we play, guys. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know, but <laughs> we play. I, know, I don't but like it. We want. I'm just saying. I don't, <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. I know. Mm. But but you made a good point earlier, coaching too, Jerry, Steve. That we, coaching. We, we don't play Phoenix again. We don't play Phoenix again until the until the postseason. And how do we how do we like build momentum into playing that match? You kick teams' asses leading into it to have the confidence that we're going to play our style of soccer no matter what. You know, you win two zero consistently leading into that match. Um, but I, so I I don't know I, I I'd love to see one of these next two matches. We play our style of soccer and we just we we score we we keep scoring. Um, and Ben Foreman made a really good point on last week's podcast that. You know, we have a problem with defending. We have a problem with with that. Mm. This last match, I, I I don't think we did a bad job. I think they got a really, really cheap goal. Um, it was great. But we kept them out besides that. Um, it, and so I, I'd like to see us really be stout defensively and get some goals. I mean, obviously, that's the entire goal of soccer. It's easy for me <laughs> to say that, um, kind of generically. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd love to see kind of some fundamentals against uh, two teams we should beat. We have the talent to beat both of these teams this upcoming Thursday and Sunday. So I, I, I just hope we play some stout soccer and, uh, and and win by a couple goals each game. Yeah, we, we have to move on. So let's take it into Galaxy 2. I think it's very similar. It's a very similar story to, to Tacoma, right? Coming into this game, the bummer was, uh, okay, Sunday match, cool. We were thinking, let's let's get out of town and go visit Carson and you know roof our boys. Be a nice warm Sunday afternoon in the hazy skies of Carson. What time is that game at? Actually, anybody know? Five thirty. Five thirty. So, oh man, that would have been perfect. Oh, on a Sunday, the sun the sun setting underneath the haze. Oh, Drew, in that part of the valley where the uh, refineries are. (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> the sun shines on the IKEA right there, right off of the <laughs> whatever it is. I'm I'm not even joking. The, the Herbalife, like, the Herbalife uh, building, the Herbalife listens <laughs> from the 805. There's that's literally what it is. There's, there's, a, there's a car factory and there's an IKEA in Carson. Uh, so yeah, and and there's the Galaxy. Uh, so yeah. we were thinking we were gonna go, you know, a bunch of us go down there. 
Come to find out, well, they're not letting any fans in. Do we know why, Steve? Um, all we heard was Victor tried and tried and tried to reach out. Shout out, Victor. Um, and he never he got in, he never got in contact with anybody. Uh, and then he tried to buy individual tickets, and they said no tickets available. Hmm. So, as far as we know, if they change that afterwards, that's on them. But we heard uh, no tickets available. And we, we then we also after Victor you know was unsuccessful. We reached out to Ricardo and the club, and they and then they kind of confirmed that LA Galaxy Two was having no fans at this match. We were so, like, "Wow, they sold um, out! Was, That's rad! Everybody's gonna go watch San Diego Lower." <laughs> but I do, I do wonder Psych. if it's something like you know they don't get a big showing, and that kind of if we fill the bus, that could we could have just been home. It could have been yeah, a home match, they, right? They we could have sung and supported our club, and <laughs> yeah. right, right. So I, I, I do wonder if there's some kind of a gameplay from Galaxy Two there. Probably it's not, COVID. but it's more fun to say yes. out. It's protocols. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, this is some gamesmanship right. where they're using the situation to their benefit. In a normal season, no fucking way they could have said, "Oh, we're not having fans at this match," right? But well, no. I mean, normal normal season under normal seasons, it's in USL like contracts that they have to ha- allow away supporters. Exactly. It's like mandatory. And so it feels like a yeah. little bit of gamesmanship here from their end to say, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not having any fans." this match you no know, the 50 fans. people who normally yeah. would have came that are friends and family not coming also the 50 to 100 people who had come from san diego also not coming so Jeez. i think that's right. yeah it's it feels it feels like that even if it isn't because uh, and i hope la does well and i hope their situation improves and and that it's just a little hiccup here in our r- road to recovery but um, this feels, at least from their organization, a bit when facetious when they're still having people at MLS home games. <laughs> when mm-hmm. They're having home games and and things like that as well. So um, we'll see. But uh, we, next time it's available to us, we will go up there to uh, the nice little two hour or hour and a half jaunt to Carson. Uh, especially on a Sunday, it would have been a nice little drive, not too much traffic or anything like that. Perfect. Get out, get in. But. Yeah, next time, guys. It, you know, we were really looking forward to it. So it's no, a bummer. Just, just know that we're we're the most bummed. <laughs> Super bummed, sure. dude. Think about how like you know how we how good we were feeling on that trip to OC. Add another thirty yeah, minutes to that bus ride. Yo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. More <laughs> beer. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, one or two more beers. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So we won't be able to make six, it. Depending on your Unfortunately, I would love for to see Duffy yeah. Jackson in one of these games, just to kind of tie it back into the LA Galaxy game. We have two games this week. Duffy, love to see some players like Nick Duffy through this out. I want to see Nicky Jackson. I would agree with that. Him and, and just anybody else who's been maybe kind of not getting as much playing time or getting the field as much to add some dimension. I, I think the system is good. We obviously played well for a number of games. Uh, we should keep that going. But I do think at the same time it would be nice to see some fresh blood and people who are hungry to score, especially a striker. Who likes scoring? Mm-hmm. That would be great if we can get somebody firing up top there. We talked about Miguel Berry. Even if it's Herzog, would be ideal, right? That's who we all want to see fire because he's got the talent, he's got the ability. But sometimes it's easy if somebody else starts scoring, right? That it makes it easier for you to score too. So um, that's that would be my improvement yeah, I mean, this, this week. Generally, is to see one or two of our strikers get going, whoever it is. We we talked about this a lot at the beginning of the season that it, it's compact. It's a compact season. Uh, and depth is going to be tested, and, and I, I kind of feel like right now is critical. I mean, we had a huge July where we were home. We had a lot of home matches in succession, 
And we're about to have a huge August where we have a lot of home matches in succession. And home is nice because you're resting more. There's no travel days. You get treatment, you know. Um, but I also feel like, you know, we talked a lot about my concerns at the beginning of the season was depth. And uh, kind of here we are. And Drew, you made a good, really good point there. Nikki Jackson, Morgan Hackworth, uh, hell, Zal, Sal Zizzo. I mean, he hasn't played that much this season. And I feel like he's got a lot to offer. I mean, at the beginning of the season, he he – he didn't get too much, too many minutes, but he got one of the starts, and I think he played really well. I'd, I'd really love to see him get a little, a, a few more appearances uh, to kind of see what his veteran presence has to say about um, bringing it. Right? I mean, he has so much experience in professional soccer that he kind of knows when to turn it on and when to turn it off. Um, so I'd love to see him get some more minutes. But we could talk about this ad nauseum. But um, I don't know. I, I think right now. Thursday, Sunday is also a really quick turnaround. Um, I, I think Thursday we'll probably see a lot of the starters to really kind of kick these two matches off. And then I, I wonder about Sunday, maybe we see some rotations. Just kind of my gut feeling. Agreed. That's I'm fair. With you. That's fair. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting week, too. I'm looking at the other matchups, uh, at least for the Pacific uh, division. It's mm. it's looking good. It's looking like it's going to be a fun one for everybody that wants to watch cool. some footy on a Saturday. Uh, it's going to be fun. Obviously, Thursday, July 29th against Tacoma Defiance for us. But then also on Saturday, uh, by the way, I have to throw this in there now that we're talking about Saturday, July 31st. Happy 11th year wedding anniversary to my wife. We turn 11 years being married on the 31st this oh, Saturday. Yay. yay. And uh, we're yeah. not going to have the kids. We're going to celebrate. She has put up with me for 11 years. That is crazy. God, and I was actually longer than that because we day. dated for like five years so before we got married. Are, Jerry and I are weirdly a couple weeks old. Damn. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's right, Drew. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so. It's the tis the season, bro. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we are going to be watching some pretty fun matches. Like I said, Oakland Roots going against Orange County. That's going to be an interesting one because Oakland Roots, as we all know, I mean, they haven't been doing well, but they do have the potential of stepping it up against Orange County this coming Saturday. Orange County, as you all know, played today. It's a little you know, a little bit further away. It's a Tuesday. We have, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, four days break, which is about the break that we're going to have, too, from Thursday to Sunday. So Oakland Roots against Orange County. Oakland at home with a working field now. Hopefully everybody also is COVID-free, and that game will happen. With that being said, 530 p.m. at Las Positas College. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Mm -hmm. Also, Phoenix Rising at home going up against Rio Grande Valley FC. Come that on. is an out-of-conference group. Uh, yeah, right? Out of – or division. Out of division, I should say. And RGV, Western Conference, but out of division. And RGV is doing pretty darn good right now. Little Scorpions there. From they the beat Miami. us. They beat OC, so – We'll see. They may give them a run for their money. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a fun one to watch as well. There's a few other ones there uh, that uh, you guys should all look out for. Uh, and then, obviously, on Sunday, we go up against Galaxy 2. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's any much anything more to talk about as far as that match. right? We have Tacoma facing off against New Mexico United as well that day, and uh, a little bit earlier than us, so you guys can watch that at 130. Uh do we have anything planned as far as a watch party right now for that for uh, for Sunday? Sunday, we'll I'm get there aware. when we get there. Not that I know of, but we'll figure something out. We would probably like to look south of the eight, just because we're doing the Thursday north of the eight. We tend to that's right. 
uh, at least alternate or try and offer different parts of the county, right, based on that and just rotate around so nobody feels like they're ever being put out. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, but our director of events we'll will figure be, something out. Yeah, getting a nice uh, call tomorrow or uh, all of us figuring figuring out what we want to do. But mm -hmm. for, for now, let's discuss Thursday. Let, I think that's a good transition to our watch party that is scheduled and is ready that's going to be a whole day of watching. A whole our day game. of watching. Not just our game, but everything. And in a wonderful, comfortable location. It's a little bit north, but beautiful and very comfortable. My hope is that there is not a continuation of CONCACAFI-ness into the loyal match. Because we're going to be watching USA against Qatar. What is it? The semis? Semis of the Gold Cup? Semis. Yeah. Yep. CONCACAF. Gold Cup. Yeah. CONCACAF is yeah. going to CONCACAF? Hmm. Could it be Qatar versus USA? <laughs> uh, actually, I was going to say in the final. <laughs> People are saying Qatar versus Mexico in the final. What do you guys uh, think? What, Ooh. Um, Ooh, Steve's like, they were, the Asian, they were the Asian champions, and they are playing against our two team. So, you know what? Uh, that wouldn't. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to say more, but we'll see. No, I, I, it would be very happy. <laughs> Of that to happen, but I do believe we've got the squad to get it done. Um, there, there's enough good players on the team, and there's enough good international talent on our U.S. team to where they should be in the final, as as the Gold Cup promoters would like, and pretty much anybody with a TV schedule would probably also like to see happen. To be yeah. fair, but yeah, the, the formalities: Naughty Barrel in Rancho Pinasquitos on Thursday night. Um, the U.S. men's national team kick off against Qatar at 4.30 p.m. Um, the locals will be there, you know, beforehand setting up. Uh, in there through the night, really. Like Jerry said, it's going to be a night of soccer. So that'll be a fun a fun event. I'll say that. So we have yeah, a 4.30 30... We have a 4.30 kickoff, right, for the Qatar-USA match. Uh, mm -hmm. So we'll be there a little bit earlier than that. Come by, have some fish and chips. Have They have some uh, wings. They have a whole bunch of really good food at Naughty Barrel. They, they have, have fantastic beer. Yeah. Their uh, taps are fantastic always. 30 minutes yeah. before kickoff after that mm -hmm. is uh, going to be Match Day Live. And they're actually going to be broadcasting live from Naughty Barrel in Rancho Pinosquitos. Not Old Town. I mean Old Town. Downtown. It's in Rancho Pinosquitos. Just want to make sure Hortentown. we put that out there. I said Old Town. I'm in For downtown. Sure. Downtown. You meant Horton Town. Horton Town. town. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. So, yeah. come not come down whenever you want. Because right around, like yeah. I said, uh, kickoff is at seven. Yeah, seven o'clock. So six thirty is when they go live. Hopefully, we'll finally be in it uh, in the background somewhere. Or during Match Day Live with uh, our friends over at the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. You all know them as Darren and Jordan. So they're going to be there. <laughs> they're human names. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They, I'm, have yet to see the <laughs> unnamed soccer scarf show up. No appearances yeah. from. It's, it's inanimate. It kind of has its own life. It. I've heard. <laughs> lives its own space. But. They will be there. Everyone will be there. As Jerry said, it's, it's a hangout. The nice thing is it's a little bit more north for some people. Hey, it's a little bit north of the city center. Still city of San Diego. That's fine. Rancho Pendiscatus right off the 56. But as Jerry's saying, you can get there 3 p.m., 3.30, 4, hang out, get in before traffic, just hang out. A beautiful patio there and just chill in Rancho Pendiscatus and 
great service, great beer, great people. Uh, gonna be a fun time, great night, a lot of TVs, so we'll have oh yeah, go. And if you want to, if you want, oh the Mexico game is gonna be on too. Apparently, Mexico game mm-hmm. right concurrently yeah. with the loyal. You'll have all those options in the same space, so um, I'm excited. It'll be really fun to see a. Uh, it, yeah, a little bit suburban, but maybe we'll come in with our drums, our chanting, our singing, and win a few people over. Maybe we'll have a few ne- new members by the end of the night. That's always what I like to see. A lot of opportunities. A lot of opportunities to be happy and or mad. So come out, yeah. hang out with us, <laughs> hang out with us starting at four thirty kickoff for US against Qatar, and then we'll be there obviously for the very important match against Tacoma. I don't see why we don't take this one. So to Tacoma we go. Let's move on from the watch party into Steve. Something I did not know about until before we went live. So I have no information about this. Steven, take it away. So um, I think I mentioned this a, a while ago when we came up kind of with the San Diego chant, that kind of tradition that the club comes over. But I had the opportunity to go to a training session and kind of talk about that with the club. Um, a few months ago, kind of the start of the season. And uh, my words to the club was, this is really cool and we should do this as a locals event. And so in discussions last week with the club, uh, kind of finally broke them down after mentioning it time and time again. Um, And so we are invited, we the locals are invited uh, and our members are invited to a training session on August 6th, Friday, August 6th at Terrar Stadium. Uh, The training session is at 6 p.m., we the arrivals at 5 30 uh we will be checking memberships uh it was very important to the club to make sure that this is a members only thing um, and we also will be inviting Chavez de loyal and the rainbow loyals as well for their members uh their members only as well um it, it's kind of a benefit for for buying into what we are supporting here what we are doing what we are building uh, and to what those other two supporters groups are also doing and building themselves independently but also together kind of in, in our, our own unique way. So um, we want to say that here and we want to say uh, reserve Friday, August 6th. Um, we're going to be emailing out some information this week on that and uh, on social media, but we will be checking. Um, so if you want to bring friends, if you remember, if you want to bring friends, tell them to sign up because we will be checking memberships. I said that four times now. Yeah. Hey, Steve, but one question. Are we going to, Check memberships. I think so. It's important. Okay. Steve, if I'm not a member, how can I be a member? Go to the localssg.com slash join. Thank you, Drew, for asking because you set all that up. Oh, cool. <laughs> you can still be a member. Wait, so um, is it um, the yeah, locals? It, it is, it, wait, 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 wait. But it's the localssg.com backslash join? Join. Join. The lo- no, it's the localssg.com Do we have a backslash sponsorship? Join. Joint? joint? Dr- Don't put joint. No. That's a different. That's uh. That's the locals after dark. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. Mankind, grasshopper, whoever's listening, we're out here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chula Vista, what's up? Uh, yeah. But this is this is kind of a unique, cool opportunity to get a behind the scenes look on what happens day over day, right? I mean, well, apparently, unless so unless you're Steve Brokoff, you know, who goes all the time to the training. But yeah, I mean, for the rest of us, <laughs> it's super. Rare. <laughs> I heard he was massaging players' lives. That's what I heard. I heard he's one of the. But um, 
but yeah, he's uh no, it's I'm excited <laughs> for this team. I don't even want to know what he did for that yellow jersey, dude. I drew. Yeah, right? no, like, uh, he's, he's the only one who has to. Like, what do you have to do? But yeah, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm just over here. Like, some Steve we've talked about for a while. It's like we want to take everybody to training. We want to go and show them, you know, closely. In the stadium is one thing to say, hey, you know, we see you, we hear you, but it's nice to be able to have that nice connection of this is who the people are that actually have paid to say that they're part of a thing that really supports what you are and are, are in on it. So I'm really excited to have this day of just celebration really between us and the players. That'll be a nice chance to say, we really support you. We've wanted to do this for, you know, a year, year and a half. We've done it in a few ways last year yeah. with the preseason game, but it just will be a nice kind of culmination of, I think a lot of people have joined the journey since even last year to, have that upfront no, your chance to see the players. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I mean, I remember last year, even during like the peak of COVID, we had talked about could we do like some kind of a locals, you know, members only training session where we're like super socially distant and you know down at Chula Vista, and it was kind of like yeah, we can work on that, and then it just kind of seemed like things always got worse and worse and worse and worse, and it just never happened. So like now it's kind of we're finally in a place where we can do that. Um, and Drew, you touched on it, but kind of the point I wanted to make is like it's easy to go to the matches every week, but this is like a peek behind the curtains, right? Like, what's the camaraderie? How do, how are the coaches in training? Um, one thing that I was emphasized, and I'll say this here, what swears but, does but Nate yell? We will communicate this as well: is uh, no pictures, no photos, no videos. Um, mm -hmm. So if you do come to that, uh, we are going to try to be pretty strict about that because that was one thing that was emphasized only. to me pretty clearly. Um, yeah. So we can't share this the, the kind of we can't share the secrets the secrets of the training. We can't we can't but, show yeah. we can't show the soccer. Uh, place. It'll, be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, we can't it'll show the soccer. No showing show the soccer place. place. No showing soccer. Perfect. <laughs> love it. I'm just gonna I leave, love it. Leave that but right uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be super fun. So we'll be in we'll be in touch uh, over the next few days about that. I'm really excited to let uh, Nathan. Uh, uh, Nathan, Nate, and uh, <laughs> Nate Miller, Nathan. and uh, <laughs> Landon, don't know one. Let them know how I feel about their soccer place. They don't, they're not gonna like it. I hope no one soccer play for. <laughs> <sighs> we joke around. I'm just kidding, guys. Just kidding, kind of. Okay, so I what else do we it. have? I love it. Survey, survey. That's what I have in my. In my notes survey how did that go so hey we did a survey guys if you guys didn't get it don't worry there's more coming we're gonna do some more surveys here what's the survey you ask thanks for asking uh it is about a game day experience and how you feel about what your experience is like and how can the locals help uh make that better we're already doing as much as we possibly can and what we have the power to do but we're always welcome to suggestions always welcome to uh different points of view as well obviously we always want to try to uh, g give you guys a fun experience i want you guys coming back and, and being a part of this family because uh, that's what we are we're a big gigantic family now and uh you know part of the reason why we're going to be doing this training on the 6th of august is because we want to do more of this type of thing with you and hang out more uh, obviously we had a whole year where we were just completely removed from everybody so now we got to take advantage that we can hang out uh and and that's what we're doing so the survey we send out a survey to all of our members uh, hopefully if you didn't get a chance to fill it out please 
do so, we really would like to get your input. It was uh, pretty interesting to see. There was a lot of good, but there was also a lot of awesome. recommendations. So, I mean, which one of you two wants to go through kind of some of that information? Well, we got, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of feedback on the things we, the, this, uh, we mentioned this last week, but this survey was specifically geared to game day. So we talked about the the barking lot. We talked about the march. We talked about section one hundred nine, the chanting, and just kind of the experience. And then we kind of left it open ended. And that open ended, we got a lot of good feedback. Um, I don't have it really in front of me to like run through, you know, overall results. But um, I will just say thank you to everybody who did submit your, you know, your your feedback and submit your survey. Um, this is the kind of stuff, you know, that really changes things. Um, it's one thing to chime in on Discord, and you know it, it, that's that that's kind of really easy to let things go a week or two weeks to kind of let string out. But this is like compiled results. Here we here we have a really solid set of results, and say this is what our members want. And of course, I mean it's easy to to tie in a lot of key Discord comments, not discounting what what we've done there with Discord. Um, just kind of my point is like this is this is huge feedback. And I mean, we've said it from the beginning, it takes a village and it, the locals are nothing without you guys, our members. Um, it's not just us 15, 16 people in leadership. It's it's everybody. And and we need to hear from you. And this is exactly how we hear from you. Um, so I just want to say thank you to everybody who, who submitted your feedback. Um, we tried to implement some of the, the things last week, but uh, we've been going through a lot of them this week as well. Uh, now that we have a couple weeks until our next batch, we have a little more time to kind of read through things a little more carefully and find some trends and say, well, this many people said, said, hey, I think the march is a little too early. I think we should extend it. And then we can say, okay, well, let's have a conversation about that with the club. We can say, hey, let's let's extend the barking lot a little bit further and let's maybe skip the players coming out and have a little more fun down there and get in, into the section a little later uh, and kind of time things a little bit better. So it, it, it's like, that's just an example. There's many other things like that. Um, you know, one of the things else was, was the songs, you know, Hey, how can we change the songs? Let's, let's maybe consider this or that, or there's, there's just so much. It's, it's really hard to say and pinpoint without it being another full episode of our podcast. Beam into but, my head of the songs. That was a request. right. Not, not really, but like, the, yeah. the requests are great. Like they were very constructive and really great. well placed, right? Like they weren't they weren't crazy. They weren't. Um, I made a joke request in one of my comments that was like, "I want Travis to design me a T-shirt." None of them were like that. They were all like, "Hey, here's the thing that I love. Here's how I think we could make it better." So great job for those who who have filled it out. But who hasn't, definitely check it out. And if you have feelings, let us know because it. it there's probably three to four people who said kind of what you said. But by having four to five of those comments, it helps it make make it from like, eh, here's the thing a few people think to, okay, this is a solid idea that most of our people um, at least are leaning towards. Mm -hmm. It makes it a lot easier, right? And that's, that's where as we make decisions moving forward as to what everybody wants, even if we don't know exactly what you want, we can have an idea of what's working, what's not working, and then be able to, to lean into the things that we think might work better. So... Thank you so much, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, it's a way for you to tell us what you want, what you really, really want. You say, "I want to." No, tell I me wanna, what you want. I want to. I want a really, really, really big flag I wanna, to wave. I want really a bums bark. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so or yeah, whatever. <laughs> I feel like that's. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man. Okay, so one last thing. 
before we go. And then we're going to wrap it up. Again, friendly reminder. Tacoma Defiance this Thursday at Naughty Barrel. Join us in Rancho Pinosquitos. It is a 7 p.m. kickoff. We'll be with the K, Naughty, not N-A. Don't don't be dirty. Don't be dirty. It's K N O T T Y. Have not been. It's have not been plunged. You know what? We made a mistake. We should just be calling it Kanadi Barrel. We're gonna be at Kanadi Barrel in Rancho Peñas Cuitos. Yeah. English sucks. English is terrible. Spanish is so much easier. You just read it the way it sounds. It like sounds, it looks. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vamos a ir a Rancho Peñas Cuitos este Thursday. <laughs> I mean, jueves. What did I just say? Spanglish. Uh, so, join us starting, starting at 4.30 uh, there for the USA against Qatar match. And then probably going to be there till later, later. Uh, also, it's there's something about wing. It's Wings Day on uh, on Thursday. So, they're going to have some Wings stuff. Uh, so, come and hang out. International Wing Day. Whoa. Yo, this is gonna be packed. Hill some buffalo sauce. <laughs> Rancho Pinosquito loves their wings, so you make sure you show up early. Okay, we're gonna be there, uh, and then also on Sunday, five o'clock kickoff against Galaxy Two. We will let you know where we're gonna be at that point. Look at that National Chicken Wing Day. Oh my gosh, we're winging it. <laughs> nice, Canadi Barrel. Canadi Barrel. It's Canadi Barrel. Uh, and with you that, I say. You guys have been asking, you know, we talked about the survey, been asking for different things on merch. There's a pack of something coming. Cigarettes. (laughs) No. (laughs) Tom just jumped out of his seat right now. He's like, what? No. Sorry, Mr. Phillips. (laughs) Pack of gum? (laughs) The Locals Lights coming to a lick store near you. (laughs) Um, No, there's uh something on the w- something wicked this way comes. Can we actually say what it is? The item that's a, p- a pack of something, Steve. Can we say what it is? I'm for it. Okay, Drew, are you okay with it? Hundred percent. We're getting some patches. I don't know why. I don't was doing it with my mouth when I have a button that does it for me. Patches. We're getting a whole bunch. Of patches, four patches. If you're uh, formal. Yeah. Patches. We're going to start making patches. We're going to have some patches, guys. Patches? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the last few shipped uh, recently, so we're going to be getting those very soon. So keep your eyes out on that, and you'll get a little bit of a teaser. What a those few are. of them have already landed at my doorstep, but <gasps> we are still waiting on a few more. So. How do they look? Are they cool? Mm. Pretty nice. Well, maybe if you stay tuned after hours, I'll show you. Oh! I have to go to work today. <laughs> Are they for Steve's pleasure? Whoa. Hey, stop being, <laughs> stop being naughty. Canadi. <laughs> Drew Cochino. Cochino. Drew. Jerry, bravo. That was pretty good. Bravo. bravo. <laughs> Drew after bravo. dark is full is on is like fully on right now. He is like the just sunglasses are across the room. Drew, I can't get him right bravo. Now. <laughs> that character is fully erect at this point. We have to call it quits now, guys. It's time for us to go into uh, after hours. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, we're, 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 I think we're done. We'll see you guys at Kanadi uh, Barrel, Naughty Barrel for uh, the American uh, viewership that knows how to properly read. We'll be there early. All right, this Thursday in yeah, Rancho Pinosquitos. There's a CVS if you have to pick up prescriptions right in the parking lot. So there you go. <laughs> Boom. 
Still what? All right, I gotta go. Do your grocery shopping if you have to. Bring a cooler. <laughs> you okay, we gotta go. <laughs> See you guys later. Have a good one. Uh, for Mr. Drew Steak, for Mr. Steve Brokoff, my name is Jerry Jimenez. We'll catch you guys in episode 47. Bye.